You are listening to Creating Phenomenal for Your Life, episode number 26, Living from the Future. This is Creating Phenomenal for Your Life. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a lover of learning, a life and weight loss coach, and a family medicine doctor. This podcast is about mindset. What contributes to a life that thrives versus one that is stuck? We'll talk about many things, some related to coaching, some related to health, and some related to your questions, thoughts, and prompts. The ultimate goal of this podcast is to celebrate where we're at and give form to where we're going in our perfectly imperfect journey to a phenomenal life. And give high fives along the way. Thanks for being here. Welcome back. When this episode airs, we will be on retreat, the George family vacation. (laughs) So glad, hoping that you're well, and hoping whatever your spiritual or cultural practices are for next week, that they are full of joy. This is a time of thank you. Thank you especially to our military who are deployed, working away from their families, and sacrificing. Thank you. Here's what I'm exploring. Still exploring sprightliness. I love the word, that vivacious energy and growing this into my life. And exploring return to running. Facebook reminded me a few days ago that a year ago I ran seven miles and how I felt about the experience. And I want that again. So I'm going to start returning to running and building on what I can do. And today is about building on last week's podcast episode. We looked into the future. We started with looking at what you want, like what you really want, what's in your heart. How can you connect your mind and your heart? And what did you discover? This past week, I shared the themes around my list of 50 wants with email subscribers, and here they are. The first area is relationships, appreciation for the ones that I have, and wanting to grow some deeper roots like real roots, where I'm invited to show up as I am, who I am, and really inspired to continue reaching for deeper, deeper meaning, deeper within myself to find my truth and to share that. The second area or theme is in energy and shifting the energy into sprightliness. (laughs) My general demeanor is fairly calm and I'd like to widen that range. I appreciate who I am. This is a comfortable place to be and it's time to grow. The third area is flexibility and agility, both mentally and physically. And then the fourth theme or the fourth area is about creating experiences that involve others, things that others haven't thought of, didn't know they wanted, but want to participate in, like heart-touching kinds of things. As I think about it, it brings up a sense of nausea and nervousness, It's really a stretch outside of my comfort zone, not only to create, but invite and encourage. My experience overall with the 50 want exercise in participating in it went from shutdown to distraction to wanting to quit and continuing to redirect my mind to stay on task, to get the task done. And finally, it ended with a sense of pride for doing it. It is an exercise to get up to 50, and it's amazing to see what you can create. Not only what you have in your list, but the feelings that it will create as well. So following that exercise, 
For me, it created feelings of warmth and peace and confidence and fear, humility, joy, inspiration, nausea, and nervousness. All from a simple exercise. All of those emotions were created, which is really the point of doing it. Based on what you created, your wants may either look closer than ever and more accessible or farther away. So those emotions are either going to prompt you into action or prompt you to avoid and distract. Because you see how it works, right? That what you think about determines how you feel and how you feel determines what you're going to do or not do. So whatever emotion came up for you, it's such a rich source of information because that's either the accelerant. So if it brings up inspiration and joy, it's an accelerant towards your dreams or your wants, or on the flip side, it's going to bring up those obstacles. So what stands between you and what you want? When you think about your future, like when you really sit down and and look into the future, do you have any idea of who you can be? Like who you can touch, what you do, what you say, the meaning that you provide, how it can profoundly touch somebody else, or maybe a system or a finding or a discovery, a creation, how you can impact your community. Do you have any idea of who you can influence? People are watching all the time and they don't tell us, but they watch which means that we have the opportunity to influence others by living our best lives. It's so cool. Do you have any idea of what legacy you can build based on just you, your words, your contributions, the relationships you create? And how about the experiences that you can create? I created an amazing Thanksgiving. I really enjoyed it. It was low stress. It was filled with togetherness. And there was activity, like we were outside. Yep, we were playing football. And it was so much fun. In looking at the future, do you ever think about how you can get more done in less time? Like, can you see that about your future? How less can create more and leave more for you? And then finally, have more meaning. So you're listening to this podcast. Meaning is at least part of who you are, what you search for, what you want, or what you cherish. So when you look in your future, can you see that there can be more meaning, more depth? Do you really know? (laughs) Most of us don't. Our minds don't naturally take us there. They stay stuck right now, what we're going to do, what we did, how we got stuck in the past. So how does our life change? It changes based on the people we meet, the experiences we have, especially the ones that are associated with fear, doubt, and uncertainty. It changes when we bet on ourselves and when we stay focused on the bigger picture and taking action to figure it out. Notice taking action to figure it out. How our life doesn't change, it's continuing to do the same thing and waiting for a different result. So here's today's exercise. A year from now, think about the person you want to be. A year from now, who do you want to see? What do they look like? What habits do they have or not have? What's important to them? Where are they focusing their time, energy, resources? And what did they make happen in the, in the year? Was it something on your 50 wants list? Really get 
as specific as you can. See the you that developed over 365 days, the you that really up-leveled their life. And hang on to this picture. Don't let it slip away. Can you make it any clearer? Like kind of like being at the optometrist, you know, when they switch lenses and they ask you which one's clearer, is it one or two, A or B? (laughs) Do the same thing with your picture. Can you make it any clearer? Are there any other details that you want to add as you see you a year from now? What is that person thinking about? What do they find important? What are they planning for? Note, your mind may want to indulge here. Indulge in overwhelm. Oh, it's too hard. Indulge in indecision. There's too many things I want. It'll never happen. I don't have enough time. Whatever that is. And it may want to indulge in frustration. Thinking about the present. There's no room for growth. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. Whatever it is. And just smile. Because you don't have to buy into any of that thinking. All of that thinking doesn't deserve your attention. So let's get back to you a year from now. That person has a growth mindset. They know that change is possible because they did it, that it's available because they did it, and that it has been filled with amazing lessons and opportunities. They know not everything's going to work and they're okay with it because they kept going. So can you see him or her? That's all you need to do at this moment. Just create that clear picture in your mind of you a year from now, who you want. Now, as that person, what would they tell you? What would they tell you about the journey that they went through to get there and what they're proud of and what they can't imagine going back to and what they're celebrating at that moment and what they're ready to embark on and what advice can they give you? I've done this exercise in a couple different ways. One way was looking at what I want for my life a year from now. And the other is tapping into that future self and obtaining wisdom and advice. So imagining her and answering questions that I struggle with or debate with today to either see the value of the question or the insignificance of it. Because sometimes our minds get wrapped up in things that are truly insignificant. I think back to over the summer when I wanted to start a podcast. That's what I knew. I want to start a podcast. And my natural tendency is to research everything. I want to get the best. I want to get it right the first time. And what I know now is none of that was necessary. I didn't need 10 hours of research on a microphone. Five minutes, purchase it, and be done. I didn't need to perseverate over which company to host the podcast. It's the same idea. Pick one, move on, find out what works, what are the results that I like, and just keep moving, keep taking action. So it's the same thing. I can use that sense of looking into the future and answering the questions now and discerning what's important and what's insignificant and just needs action or deciding that it doesn't matter. When you can powerfully see yourself a year from now, and that incorporates your why that we talked about a few podcasts ago, you can see how that person is fully living into it. And that will start to define your how and your what, and then compare them to our current practices. 
How are we spending our time? Is it the same way that us, our future self, is doing it? What relationships are we growing, creating, or tolerating? And that person a year from now, what would they say? How we're treating our body, how we do that a year from now compared to today, is there any difference? What is the difference? And how about our relationship with money? That person a year from now, my ideal self a year from now, how does she manage money or think about money? And is it the same that I'm doing today? So you, a year from now, has figured it out. And they made it not a big deal because they kept going and kept growing. See the specifics. What specifically was not a big deal? How did they move on? And what we're doing is we're looking to access the answers there and the wisdom there. And it's exciting. Maybe it's terrifying. You've never done this before, possibly. So maybe it is terrifying and maybe your brain wants to continue indulging. And you know what? That's okay. Because it's exciting to be terrified about shifting your mindset. And this is the perfect place and perfect time to do it. Little shifts in mindset. Starting to think differently. So whatever you're experiencing, totally okay. We are looking about what is possible and accessible to you in your future. Paint the picture in as much color, as much detail as you can, and believe it as you see it. Remind yourself every single day that this is yours. That is your person to grow into, to figure out and work towards and take responsibility for and keep growing. And every day, let that be what starts and ends your day. When you do that, fear, doubt, and uncertainty, they don't even stand a chance because you have such clarity in who you are and who you're becoming. So you want to hear something funny? This morning, I totally woke up with heavy amounts of fear, doubt, and uncertainty. Me, I'm not immune. And me, a year from now, she knows that that's the price of growth. And her advice to me, Smile, high five, and get back to work. So you can answer questions from that place. When I've already become her or him, when I've achieved that, when I have that, how do I answer the question? How do I get through this right now? Look into your future and imagine. Believe it and see it and create it. It's your adventure. Create it. So here's one more thing that you can do. You can write a letter to yourself from your future self, and you can include anything in it, advice, instructions on what to start or stop, navigational pointers for the journey, pieces of inspiration. Two awesome things are going to come out of it. One is that you're going to think differently to complete that. Like you're really going to stretch yourself. Writing from your future self to yourself now, you're going to stretch your mind. The second is that you'll be able to look back at this letter. So save it. You can look back at it at three months, six months, a year, five years. You'll know how it turned out. And you'll be able to calibrate that skill of looking ahead and being that person now. And you will seriously amaze yourself at what you created. When we think about the worst things that can happen, because some of us do, what's the worst that can happen? Here it is. You miss out on the experience of reaching deeper into who you are and who you can become 
by choosing not to participate. So don't miss out. Do the exercise. Allow your mind to expand and go through the discomfort if it comes up. Here's what your future self has. Passion, personal power, and purpose. And it's all reflecting your personal why. And I'll tell you, my friends, that is the difference between a good life and a phenomenal one. I am heading out on retreat, sending you all my best, and I will see you next time. It's a great time of the year to set up a coaching discovery call. I work one-on-one with professional women that want to take this work deeper and want to take their lives farther. You can email me to get started, dina at georgemdcoaching.com.